Hey everybody, this is Nubia. And I'm Francis. We are your dynamic duo of Chronicles Abroad. As always, our goal is to inspire you to travel with passion and purpose. Now let's get on with the show. Rachel, you were like in our first season, episode 46. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm Jeez. so like proud of y'all and y'all, your features and everything. So it's an honor seeing the growth and being in the first wave. You Thank know what I'm saying? Thank you. So, <laughs> so before we talked about how travel has impacted your life and over the last year or so, I know you went through a lot of life shifts and Absolutely. reflection. So we wanted to catch up with you, see what's going uh -huh. on with Miss Rachel Travels. Um, well, Rachel Hill, because Rachel Travels has changed a bit. Can you give us a little yeah, background? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, I have been doing this, the travel influencer thing for, you know, a little over five and a half years. And, you know, when I started my brand, it totally wasn't to be a influencer or a blogger. It just kind of, you know, happened that way um, at the beginning of the black travel movement and all that stuff. And, you know, I jumped on the wave. I saw so much opportunity to help people that look like us, you know, travel more and see different unique destinations like Thailand, like Mongolia, like all of these, you know, places we've been. And so it was great. I've traveled probably in the last five years. I was just having a conversation with a friend, like 50 countries in the last five years, just off of that path, that career choice. And it's been amazing. But I'm tired, <laughs> you know, like life um, happens and, you know, travel can get exhausting and my priorities have shifted. And I'm just kind of at a place where I'm I'm so fulfilled with the things that I've done and accomplished that I um, have taken a step back and I've put in, I'm putting my efforts into helping other brands be able to do what I'm doing. So I've actually launched silently a marketing agency. So I've just been helping a lot of travel brands. I've been working with a lot of nonprofit travel brands that help students travel um, and helping them with exposure and branding and sponsorships and things like that. So it's been super fulfilling, super rewarding, just being able to take my experiences and, and make sure that other people, specifically young people of color, have the experiences that we've been afforded to have. That's dope. Congratulations. Thank you. Because you Appreciate have an MBA it. in marketing. So it, it would make sense yeah. that that's what you're good at and marketing, I can tell you one thing is if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. It's so it can be extremely no. <laughs> difficult. So to have yeah. somebody like yourself with your expertise helping businesses and, you know, the youth, especially because I mean, it's such a gift to give kids the gift of travel. Absolutely. You know, and not just vacation, but really on a cultural immersion type thing. You know, the things that I didn't get to see a lot of the things that were in my history books 
until mm-hmm. I was in my late 30s. Right. And that's because you had the resources, right? And then, you know, maybe you had just the ambition. But imagine if you are coming from an underserved community, you know, that may not even be a thing to you unless someone actually presents you with the opportunity or plant that seed there. And so that's kind of where I've realized my heart is. So yeah, that's what I've been went up to lately. Well, it's funny because the universe will have a way of having you come full circle. Because I feel like we always end up coming home in some (laughs) shape or form. Uh, So the fact Uh that you're you're doing the marketing, but kind of like in a different angle, like it's always been Mm -hmm. the the thing for you. But I want to take it back a little bit and talk about the burnout. Mm -hmm. How did you know that that was happening? Like what was going on in your life? What was going on in your body? Because Mm -hmm. something that we talk about with our audience is like notice these burnout signs and then be conscious enough to take the step back so that you can nurture yourself. Yeah, so I think for me, I'm a Virgo and I'm not really into Zodiacs, but apparently with a Virgo, we're perfectionists. We work really hard. And so that's always been a trait, but also a flaw. You know, it depends on how you look at it, right? And so I realized the first maybe three years of doing this, you know, you have the energy, you're excited, you're getting all these opportunities. But as you grow, as your brand grows, there's just more work involved. You have more exposure. So now there's more opportunity which again is great but then there's more work there's more things you want to do you see different challenges within areas that you want to solve but then trying to figure out how can I help these people over here but also make more money over there right and so it got to the point where it was less about having fun and being authentic and then it started to become a machine and operating as a machine and you know always being on and then having the social media part where you have to constantly feed the beast on top of the work and the back end. And then I just felt probably in the last two years, I felt my body just, you know, in your body just felt sore, a lot tired. And then I knew I was burning out when my passion was dimming. And I was like, wait a minute, I love travel and I love talking about it and I love helping people. So when I got to the point where it became irritating or something that I didn't want to do, I was like, uh, maybe this is maybe this is getting too much. And then 2019 just whooped my ass. Like I'm I'm very transparent about it, um, that it was just a lot for me and apparently a lot of other people. And so when certain life events happened, I just realized I'm like, wow, I've been tired for two years, <laughs> you know, like, and I slept for months and I was like, why? I, I felt like I couldn't catch up on sleep until I just filled my tank back up. And I think that's just what happens. You you run, you're going, you're going until something happens that makes you stop and you realize you've been tired for so long. And now I can feel the stark difference between where I am now, feeling rested in my body, my mind and my spirit from where I was before. So I don't know, it just felt like a slow, like my, my gas tank was just running out slowly and then it wasn't until I got into a wreck that I was like you oh child you've been running out of gas mm-hmm. for two years <laughs> yeah so that's kind of what happened but I'm I'm grateful you know when you look back in hindsight that everything happens for a reason and as long as you take those lessons as long as you get the the rest that you need everything else will work itself out yeah it's funny that you had said that because you know, I'm feeling exhausted, but it's not because of travel specifically. It's my decision on how I'm traveling. Right. So I think that a lot of people get caught up in the locations, but they don't Mm -hmm. see and understand the toll that it takes on our body just to travel alone. You know, being on airplanes, being on buses, being on planes, trains, taxis. I mean, it's a lot. Right. Right. 
just not too long ago, I was really sick. I, I mean, there was whatever going around, period. I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of people had got sick with this upper chest cold, you know, like I mm-hmm. feel like I never produced that much mucus in my life. And then, you know, she got sick. And at the same time, we're traveling. And I was just like, what are we doing? Like, I could not, it seemed to linger for a good two to three weeks. And all mm-hmm. I kept thinking was, I need to stay still. I need to stay still. But as a traveler who has a message and a story to show, to tell, you have an audience to, to you know, be there. And burn to people. <laughs> exactly. It was like, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. And like you said, we had to feed the beast, right? Posting, making sure you have, you know, you're reaching people, you're answering emails, you're answering comments, you're, you know, all of the above. Like there's so much work that goes into and I don't want to call it just being an influencer I want to say there's a lot of work and responsibility in sharing your story if you really want to share your story you get what I mean and we take it as a business and as a way of keeping almost like a journal on ourselves and it's almost like a pat on the back to say I did it but at the same time there's many of nights where I was just like I'm freaking exhausted I just Mm -hmm. don't want to do anything you know mm-hmm. and then i wonder is this depression or is it just that i am moving too fast and need to slow down and then i'm asking it's just a lot right. mentally <laughs> and i don't think people understand that part of what we do you know it's amazing but you're right there has to be a balance between going and, and discovering and exploring and resting and you're right you're always you have to wake up early you have to pack packing is always a thing for me as much as I travel you think I would have mastered it I haven't and you know what packing unpacking that's energy waking up early so you can take the bus or the uber so you can be at the airport two and three hours ahead of time so you can you know it's so many different things and you're right when you do get sick you need to rest but you don't feel comfortable in any random hotel or you know I need to get certain meds that I know make me feel better but where do I find it I don't speak the language so it's a lot and I'm grateful that we have these opportunities But I'm also grateful that we can have these conversations about the not so pretty parts about it. So there is a balance so people can understand it's it's beautiful, but it's not um, a fairy tale like anything else. No, it's not. It's it's interesting because I just wrote on my uh, Instagram not too long ago about how there's always a trade off for, Mm -hmm. for anything that you do in life. You know, not to try to put judgment, whether it's good or bad, but you do have to make a trade off for whatever Absolutely. thing that you want to accomplish. And I just want to point out two things that you said was like when it stopped being fun and when you start getting irritable. And like those are two yes. tall tale signs for me. I know for me, if I'm not having fun, it's a problem. You know, if I start being right. resentful, a bit bitter about it then I know that I'm out of alignment. And I think too many people hold on to that feeling for far too long and then find themselves, like you said, at the tipping point, at the edge and all that. So it's like, just recognize what's going on in your mind, your spirit and your body and listen to it. And take that as feedback to make those shifts so that you can be a better place in your life. So while you were traveling, how long were you gone from the States? know we're more than just travel we provide tips resources and hacks for the curious traveler in you so whether you're a lover of travel or just someone who is ready for a change we have something for everyone 
Well, I lived in South Africa for about a, a year. And so that was great. But even in South Africa, I was still hitting the streets. <laughs> I was like all over the continent. So I was gone for about a year from 2018 to 2019. And before that, I purchased a home in Atlanta that I put on Airbnb, but it was doing so well that I physically couldn't be in my home. But at the same time, that was, it was great for me because I was getting a lot of opportunities to travel and write and do press trips. So honestly, in the last five years, I have been home maybe a year out of five years because I was, you know, I would come back, I would hang out for a couple of days, maybe a week until I'm on to the next thing. So imagine five years of just nonstop travel. I would come hang out with my parents and I would be here maybe a couple of weeks. And then I'm like, all right, I hope everybody's neck I'm ready to hit the streets again <laughs> um, and now you know now I'm I'm at my parents house and I'm like oh, it feels so nice to be in such a familiar place and like I'm in Florida so it's warm well it's kind of chilly today and by chilly I mean it's like 65 degrees or something like that but you know just being able to be in a comfortable place and resting feels really good and I didn't realize I missed that for five years you know yeah I asked because I, I wonder if you ever have a sense or felt a a sense of homelessness during your travels. Oh my God. Okay, so it wasn't, okay, because that's where I'm at. I'm feeling like, Francis made a joke one time. She was just like, you know, look at you. You're looking like you're homeless. I was like, that's not funny because I'm homeless. Like, technically, I need some you know, contest because right now you're making me look like <laughs> no, it was, was, no, no, was, was going okay. on. I had on this sweater that was holy and all this kind of stuff, right? Like, you know, I mean, whatever. But when it yeah, was, you definitely feel it. Oh my gosh, because I had clothes in Atlanta, clothes at my parents' house. I had the the things on me, and then it got to the point where I'm like, okay, I know I have guests checking in. I need to run into the house and switch out some things really quickly or I would forget whatever. And then I'm like, wow, I don't have enough whatever, you know? So you do start to feel homeless. And then even being in Atlanta, if I happen to be there, there were guests in my house. I'm trying to figure out who am I going to stay with? Who's going to take me in for a couple of days? And then there's that the part about, you know, you don't want to over extend your welcome, right? And even though your family and friends are like, you can absolutely stay here as long as you need to, there's still that personal thing of, you know, I don't want to be here for two weeks until I get my next assignment or anything like that. So you do start to feel a bit like a burden. You do feel homeless and you just, you don't have a home anymore because you don't create that warmth um, yes. that you would in a home and those memories that you create in a home. Even if it's not your home that you grew up in or the one you purchased, just having a place to be where you can cook dinner. You know, even stuff as small as like cooking Ooh. a home cooked meal or making tea or coffee or being able to sit on a balcony Girl, and preach. just vibe and journal, you know, you miss those things because you're constantly moving. You don't have a chance to sit down and just be grateful for the, the stillness. So yeah, that homelessness is a real thing. And I also got tired of that too. I got tired of feeling like a vagabond and displaced really, you know? So yeah. yeah. No, we are. No, I and it. I have to say it's, it's our choice, right? Because this is the life we chose to do. So I try to still go into it with gratitude as much as possible and not always feel like I'm complaining. But the one thing that I do value and appreciate about you for who you are is that you share the other side where I'm always saying, you know, people that have a platform always share the glitz and glam, but never really are transparent enough to share the nonsense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is our life, but 
there's so much that goes with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it it takes a it takes a lot to be transparent. And a lot of times people want to hold on to everything and don't want to look a certain way or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. And that shit. I threw that shit out the window. I'm like, look, this is me. (laughs) This is my life. And this is what it is, you know? But I'm at that crossroads where I would say into 2020, I have literally spoken to the universe and said, you know, I need to be grounded in 2020. Because 2019, Mm -hmm. I think I've lived or moved around on three different continents and lived in multiple countries and cities. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whether I'm there for a month to three months to six months to two weeks to whatever, I'm done. Like 2020, I need to like be settled somewhere or I'm going to burn myself out completely. And I'm starting to feel that burn. So I totally relate to what you what you had said. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel that way, too. Even just like I have family in Boston and I'm staying with my cousin. But even that gets a little, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm Uh, okay, I'm here with my mama friction. and I love her, but I'm like, oh God, <laughs> I got to figure something out. So <laughs> I was like, there's too many people in this house, Lord, it's me, my son, my son, you know, us Caribbean folk, we pack up, but I'm just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this is so temporary. So temporary. Mm-hmm. Do you plan, so, you, so are you continuing to stay in Johannesburg? Like, is that kind of going to be the home even for 2020? Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. We thank you for your support. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Now back to the show. So I think with South Africa, it's always going to be home for me, for sure. That's one of those places, and I'm sure as travelers, you know that certain places you go to, a piece of your heart is just always going to be there. At Johannesburg, I think that part of my life maybe isn't over, but for now it's put on pause because there's a lot of other things I want to do. So this year, the plan is to move to Europe and there's a program that I applied for. So I'm just, I'm, I know I'm going to get it. So I'm just waiting for that. So I'm just excited to, you know, still explore other places. But yeah, so South Africa is in my heart. I even plan to purchase real estate there in the near future. But yeah, I'm still open to exploring so much of the world. But I think now my travel style has changed from like moving so quickly and or a lot versus just like having a home base and traveling and coming back, which when I was in South Africa, that's what I was doing. I realized that's what I need at this point in my life, having a home base, being able to travel and then come back to a home that I can cook and that I have plants that I water every week, (laughs) you know, those little things that you don't really think about. So yeah, that's kind of where I am now is again, the security piece of it, still having to travel, but being still. And if I don't want to travel or if I'm too tired to travel, then saying it's okay. I don't have to find a place to sleep for a couple days. I have my home and I'll go when I'm ready. Yeah, man. I guess the word for 2020 is home base. Shit. Like, <laughs> place you can walk around naked in. Grounding. Yeah, cooking is down. important. I mean, it sounds so small, right? But like, I had even posted on the Instagram, we're in this beautiful like townhouse in Playa Car. And Every day that I wake up, I'm like, this is how I want to feel every day. We have groceries in the refrigerator. I'm cooking. Even the smallest things of having an oven, because we lived in Asia for two years and they don't have ovens. So I wasn't able to bake for almost two years. You know what I mean? Right. So just having the small, and people don't realize what 
is important to you until you no longer have it. Mm-hmm. And cooking is extremely important to me. It actually makes you feel like, you know, home. A, a, a bit of home. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. A, exactly. A bit of home. So we talked a little bit about how it feels to actually feel displaced and how moving around is taxing on your body or whatever. Now, one of the things a lot of people ask is how was dating life with all the moving around, right? Because I don't Mm -hmm. know about y'all, but I tend to meet people who are fascinated with our lifestyle and they're just Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. And then you start talking to them and they can't or don't. I already know. Yeah, they're not (laughs) able to, to make that leap, that mental Right. Emotional leap. Yeah. It's a special <laughs> lifestyle, let's just say. It's very special. I will say I've had over the past five years different dating experiences for sure. I could probably write a whole book. Okay. Get on it, girl. Self. Get on it. Um, <laughs> But I can say, I, now I've had those experiences of people that are super fascinated, but they're like, I couldn't do it. So I'm like, eh, well, unfortunately, we're not a good fit, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, maybe if I was, you know, here in this particular city, it will work. But then I've also had great experiences where I've dated people who travel just as much, if not more than me, um, which is nice and refreshing as well. And we've traveled together and different things like that. So I would say it it depends. And I think if you make it a priority or, you know, tell the universe is what you want, you know, it will present to you, but you also have to be ready for that, right? Because the person that I was seeing that traveled just as much as me, traveled just as much as me. So then there's that part of how can we see each other? Can we meet up here? And I know you're busy this weekend and you know, that whole thing, which was cool. It's fun. But then there is, you know, you're a human and you might just want to go to the grocery store with someone and, and cook a meal and just sit down and, and smoke one or whatever yeah. you're into, you know, and you may not have those opportunities traveling so much or, you know, seeing someone who is like long distance. Right. So I think, again, because I am just in a different place in my life and I've done so much, um, I'm in my early 30s and I feel like I've lived two lifetimes <laughs> at this point. So now my priorities have shifted and you know, like you said, the the home base and the security so I can do more of the normal things like have a more consistent dating life, cook more meals, get more plants, do like hobbies that I have to do in a place. You know, like I started hot yoga and I can't just pick up hot yoga anywhere you go, right? Like you normally have to have some sort of membership or, you know, be consistent with it. So those are the things I'm looking forward to is actually like getting back into the things that I used to do, but you need to be still for. And again, having a more consistent date in life because I'm in one location. So interesting, but not terrible. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you know who who stands out to me when I talk about the dating thing is Onika. Onika has a unique experience or a unique story. Her and her husband were, you know, five years on different continents and Uh they still made it work. And here they are 12 years later and have now a beautiful baby girl spending a lot more time together. And I just, I go back to, if you want something, you're going to put in the work for it. So it's not that it's difficult. It's that you're making it difficult because you're already in that mindset that it can't work, you know? Absolutely. And you know, some things just don't work or the timing is off or whatever, and that's okay. But you're right. Now I'm at a place where I can say, okay, y'all, I'm ready. 
already. You know, I have time now. And I'm at a place where I can show up and be a better partner because I'm well rested. I don't have anxiety anymore. I'm not, you know, all over the place and trying to figure out what's next or who I'm staying with, right? Like that doesn't feel good to show up and you're frazzled because you're like, I don't know if I have enough t-shirts for the next week or, you know, something like that, Seriously. right? Seriously, yeah. So, yeah, you know, and the, that's very minute, but that's a thing, right? Like when you are not feeling like yourself or feeling grounded and secure, it's hard to show up and be a good partner. And so that's something that I've realized through my resting process that you have to be whole within yourself and rested and, and, and ready for that if you want to attract something healthy, which is where I am now. I've attracted some not healthy things and I'm like, okay, I have to also be what I want, right? So that's something I've been focusing on as well. You mentioned the process, the resting process. What was that process for you? So it's time to dive deep and look into the holistic perspective of travel. We believe traveling is an investment in you. So our mission is to inspire you to book that flight, check that item off your bucket list, and go on that adventure. And our hope is to ignite connections all over the world. Yeah, so after being burnt out, like, I've never been a person that doesn't do something. Um, like I said, I don't know if it's because I'm a Virgo, but I'm just a hard worker. My parents are hard workers. We're from the deep South. It's like a, a thing that's ingrained in our DNA. And I just think as black people, we just work hard, right? And so resting felt like literally not opening my computer, which felt foreign to me for a month of just like not opening it to do some work or do some emails or just do anything. Um, and it also looked like, you know, we met actually in Mexico and like going to the beach every day and just, you know, actually starting to jog every day or just relaxing and doing things that didn't require work. And I also realized over the past five years, probably 80% of the things I did was work, you know, just work, work, work and not more play. And I think that happens a lot where we get out of balance and alignment, like Francis said, where we are doing all this work and all this travel, but forgetting the fun part and the play, what brought us to it in the first place. So yeah, it looks a lot like getting off of social media because I feel like it's making people a little crazy these days, but taking a step back from social media media, um, reading more physical books now, which has been like great for me because I used to love to read and I realized I haven't picked up a physical book in however long, right? So it just looked like getting back to what made me happy and I forgot what made me happy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot because you are constantly on the move, constantly traveling and you're constantly building and working in your brands. But once you get through it, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, like I'm feeling good now. You know, I figured out the balance again. So now that you know these things, let's talk a little bit about just last year and versus this year. So this is a two-part question. So what are you leaving behind in 2019 and what are you cementing for 2020? So, you know, I was having this conversation with a girlfriend and I was telling her that even though the last year of the decade sucked, like she was like, you're so, totally allowed to say that. I had such an amazing decade, like, you know, the past nine of the 10 years were fantastic. Even when I was in my corporate job, you know, I lived the corporate girl life, the New York City life, you know, that whole thing. And then the travel. And I definitely learned a lot 
just through my travels and, and how powerful I am with creating and manifesting the life I want. But I think in 2020, I feel so authentic now. And not that I didn't feel authentic before, but I realized that a lot of the things I was doing were for other people, whether it was for what society says that we're supposed to do with our lives, what our parents, you know, set out for us and not that they have ill meaning, but they want the best for you. But that may look like only one trajectory. And then even when it came to creating a travel business and creating based off of what people wanted and not what I felt anymore, right? And so I learned those things and it was great, but I I know in this year and in this decade, it's being authentic to me and what feels really good to me. Because if, if it doesn't feel good to me, then I can't show up authentic and helpful and radiating to others in the most impactful way. So I'm definitely, I definitely left behind, you know, doing things for others and focusing more on what feels really good to me. And I know that if it feels good to me, I can show up and be the best for those that I need, um, that I'm here to help or to impact. So I think that's definitely what I'm taking away is just being as authentic and as real as possible and staying in that balance. And now that I know what it feels to be out of balance and what it feels to be in balance, I'm like fighting for my peace and just making sure to stay there. And I know oh, it's a wave, but now I know how to ride it. You know, I'm a surfer now. So that's how I'm feeling. Love it. Love it. Rachel, oh my gosh. Thank you so much for taking the time out to come back onto Chronicles Abroad. Yes, and bless thank y'all for having me. Audience with your gems. Because I mean, honestly, you know, I the takeaway I get from this a lot is to listen to your body and understanding what it is that does and does not work for you so that you can be a better mm-hmm. individual, whether that's a better partner, a better friend, a better you know, just individual wholly so you can do everything you need to do for yourself without, you know, killing yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right. The fact that you went through all that, now you know who you are here to serve. Absolutely. And how to serve. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing more of your new ventures in 2020. And even though- For sure. I have to come visit y'all in Mexico. I'll be here for a few months. I don't know. You know, the funny thing about it is you might see me in Africa, girl, because I think that's going to be (laughs) where I'm going to settle for uh, about a year or two. Maybe just sit still someday. Absolutely. Let me know. I would love to help you because that's that's my, my my jam. So yeah. <laughs> well, you only have to tell me once. I'll be on that website. Hey, she's gonna be there like <laughs> tomorrow, knocking on your door. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, Rachel, thank you so much. We look forward to seeing what's going on with you in 2020. You look radiant, and thank you. We wish you nothing but the best. Thank, thank you, Rachel. you. Love y'all. Appreciate it. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Chronicles Abroad. Please support us by sharing this podcast through your social media platforms. Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and hit that like button at Chronicles underscore abroad. Find us online at our website, chroniclesabroad.com for tips, resources, and ways we can collaborate. So don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until then, beautiful people, thanks for listening. Music by Stephanie James and Almighty K-Rock, produced by Adam Marcus.